Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Live from Alex Basement. I'm Alec with Smart Realty, and we've got a lot to talk about today. Um, <laughs> I can't believe I'm gonna well, I can't believe I'm gonna say this. Uh, we're gonna talk aliens, the real from outer space, uh, Mars attacks type aliens. Um, oh, this is gonna be fun. We're gonna talk about Texas, um, uh, their new AirPod Maxes, which we're gonna go over, and Oh, there, there's, there's lots, 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 lots to talk about. Um, and first, I can only tie this into the monoliths. There are monoliths popping up multiple places now. Utah, Romania, England, Pittsburgh. Um, I am working on constructing one for my driveway uh, because I'm telling you this is a secret key <laughs> to what I'm not sure. Um, but I am going to start the conspiracy theory that something is out there. And when I read you this next story, I think it ties to the monoliths. And if it doesn't, let's just say it does, because it's more fun this way. Uh, this is crazy. But I saw this, and I'm like, I chuckled, and I'm like, yeah, maybe it's real. Because um, it could be. I believe it. Uh, so anyway, the story is, and this is all over the internet. You can see it's not, and legit sites, not uh, not uh, some of those crazy ones. But former Israeli, Israeli space security chief says... Um, extraterrestrials exist, and Donald Trump is aware of this. Um, there is a Galactic Federation. That's what it's called, according to the article, uh, a Galactic Federation. Um, and the reason they haven't told us, except for this gentleman, is they didn't want pe people to panic. Um, <laughs> I wonder what would make them say that. I mean, given the reaction of losing an election for some people, you can see how they react. Um, they're waiting until humanity develops and reaches a stage where we will understand in general what space and spaceships are. That part, I'm like wondering if that got some weird translation in there. Um, listen, we're never going to be more ready than we are probably now. We seem to be going in a, <laughs> the wrong direction, quite frankly. Um, when you have people arguing the Earth is flat, it is not. Um when you have people that can't even accept uh, an election and going with the conspiracy that it's rigged, um, I can only assume we're getting crazier by the day, by the day. Um, so please, if the aliens exist, and obviously these monoliths are the markers of where the spaceships will land, um, we need to get this moving now. And yeah, <laughs> that's, that's all I got to say on that. That is, that is crazy. But then it makes you wonder. Um, because, uh, and though it shares a name with the uh, Steve Carell uh, television show Space Force, there was a Space Force that was created uh, within the last couple years. And you have to wonder if it's because of the Galactic Federation. <laughs> um, man, I hope so. I so hope so. That would be so cool. I uh, Look, there, you can't tell me space is as big as it is and we're the only life in existence. I don't buy that. Um now, whether I believe this or not, I, I don't know, but I can be hopeful. Um, <laughs> but it, it's just crazy. It's just crazy to me. Um, but, and then what's with all the monoliths? You know, a couple, one popped up in uh, California, then it was Utah. So you could argue those are close enough. It's the same. But then Pittsburgh? Okay, who's going to Pittsburgh? Uh, maybe they're Steelers fans who blew a perfect season opportunity the other day. Um, but yeah, it's just just crazy. Um, Texas, the state of Texas, you all 
may have heard of it, um, trying to sue Michigan and three other states because Texas apparently wants a participation trophy and they're having a tantrum because uh, the way they voted isn't how the rest of the country voted. So if they could sue states, maybe they'll get their wish. You know, this is so funny. Everyone always yelling about the kids, the kids, they need participation trophies and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's the adults. Look, an election happened. Some people are going to like the result. Some people are going to hate the result. That's every election, right? Because to my knowledge, there's never been an election um, where somebody's won 100% of the votes. It just, it's not, it's not possible. Um, I can't even get agreement on 100% of things in my house. So, and there's just two people there. Um, not counting kids. They don't have a vote. Um, but you see what I'm saying? So no matter what election you have, somebody's going to be happy. Somebody's going to be not happy. It's the nature of things. Nobody likes to lose. I get it. Uh, I hate losing. Um, but yeah, all these people that just can't get over it already and accept it's, it was legit and all this bullshit out there. And let's just call it what it is. It's bullshit. And I'm going to tell you who I'm most disappointed in. Um, and I expected this from the president. I told you it was going to happen. I've been talking about this uh, for months and months. It's predictable. He said what he was going to do, and he's followed through on it. Um, but it's these members of Congress. It's unbelievable. Either they're, they're that ignorant, they're assuming their voters are that ignorant, um, or they are the biggest bunch of candy asses on the planet that can't just have a pair and say, you know what? The election happened. We know the results. We're moving on. Um, but what a bunch of cowards or idiots. And I'm not sure which one they are. I'm going to say maybe a mixture of both. But I think, you know, I'm going to take away idiots. I think they are that manipulative, that conniving, because to get to that level of, uh, of politics, you have to be pretty shrewd and smart uh, and cutthroat. So I don't think they're stupid. I think this is intentional. And that's the problem. You know, there used to be a time when it was the best and brightest, and now we seem to be playing to the dumbest. Um, and that's the problem. That is a big problem. And I, I think it's a problem that's never going to go away now. Um, and you know what Twitter does in social media? It gives the people like that a voice. Um, you know, let's the scientists don't know what they're talking about. Really, who are you? You're not a scientist. You're not trained. You know nothing. But now you have a platform to speak. Um, and, you know, you can ask questions, but if you don't know what you're talking about, ask the question. That's how we get information, right? Don't just think you know everything. Ask the scientist. I'm sure you can find a scientist who will explain it to you um, as to why a face mask works uh, to help limit the spread of COVID. You know, it's just, you know, I could talk about that from, from now till the day I die. And it's, it's just... Nothing's going to change. And you know what? I think this has always been the case. I don't think this is new. Um, I think the difference is there's more avenues to express more fringe theories and opinions. Uh, you know, when it was, you had the, the, the networks, they weren't putting on crackpots on TV uh, to say just whacked out crap that you're going, what the hell's wrong with you? I, I mean, they just, are you, are you stupid? No, we know you're stupid. We're not even having you on. And now, part of the 24-hour news, and then you get some really fringe websites and all this stuff, and, man, every crazy person gets a chance to speak. Um, and it's not always good. Because, again, the earth is not flat. It is round. Um, 
Actually, I'll tell you what. For those of you who think the Earth is flat, when the aliens come and pick us up, go meet us on the flat part of the Earth, the underside. Um, that's a good hiding spot. <laughs> um, here's something else. There's an interesting story to keep an eye on. Florida police raided the home of a former a former state COVID data scientist. Now, there was I read an article about her a while ago. Uh, and this is an interesting lady. She she saw she's really smart with uh, websites and charts. She knew how to put the information in order so the public had access to it. Well, uh, as you know, Florida is a complete shithole, especially when it comes to handling COVID, um, with the exception of Disney. Um, <laughs> and they didn't want that information out there because it made them look bad because they were terrible. They didn't do jack squat um, and they killed people as a result. Uh, with ignorance. So I wonder how much of this is politically motivated. They're saying she hacked in. She's not a hacker, by the way, um, to some database or whatever. But she was putting real information out there and she was still working with real information and putting the truth out there. So I'm really curious. I'm going to pay attention to that one. So that is in Florida, um, the former state uh, COVID data scientist. Pay attention to that one. Uh, that's going to be a real interesting story. And I, cause I remember early on, uh, DeSantis, not that he doesn't do an, his own great job of making himself look like a moron. Um, but yeah, he got, I mean, he got caught red handed trying to, uh, you know, massage his dad and make him look a lot better than he was. He, he's terrible by the way. Um, keep voting for him though, Florida. Good job. Uh, it's why within, uh, what, 50 years, the tides will rise and you'll be mostly underwater. <laughs> um, so here's something good. You know, everyone has uh, all this uh, negative with police officers, but I saw this story and I'm like, you got to share the good. This is, this is Novi, Novi, Michigan. Um, police officers are handing out gift cards for minor infractions. So they can't pull you over for no reason. Because, uh, look, nobody, you, you freak out every time you get pulled over. You're like, what did I do? What did I do? You're like, you're guilty till proven innocent. Um, but if they, you know, you, you're rolled through a stop sign, something like that, they'll pull you over. Um, but in the holiday spirit, instead of giving you a ticket, they're giving people gift cards. Um, and I think that's pretty cool. Um, but you still shouldn't go committing traffic infractions, okay? So be safe, please. That's rule number one. Um, and if you're fortunate where you don't get the ticket and you get the uh, gift card, <laughs> pay it forward. Um, pay it forward. Follow the rules of the road. Um, AirPod, A Apple, they've got, you know, the AirPods Pro, the AirPods now they've got a product called AirPods Max, which are the over-the-ear uh, headphones, cans as we call them. And they are going to be, um, they're coming up uh, for sale, I think, next week. And expect the price tag of a hefty $550, which I don't get. That is going to test my theory of people just buy Apple because it's Apple. Boy, when you are in that level of headphone, you, you're suddenly, you're open to like Bose high-end headphones or Sony that has noise-canceling headphones that's like neck and neck with Bose, um, Sennheiser. You, you get like all the elite level, uh, you know, audiophile type stuff. So I'm not sure why. And I saw them. I'm like, they look kind of blah. I don't know. Take a look. They do come in like five colors. Um, but I looked at them and I like, I mean, they are headphones. I don't know how many options you have but to put something over your head for your ears. Um, but Apple is known for their design. I thought this one was just kind of underwhelming so and it for 550 bucks telling you you can find better headphones uh and for less 
and better headphones. Trust me. Uh, Michigan, we're going to talk Michigan. Uh, it looks like they are playing um, Ohio State this week. And by playing, I mean they're probably going to get their butts whooped. Um, there's talk. There's there's two things going on here with Michigan. One, supposedly NFL teams are looking to get Jim Harbaugh as a coach. No, they're not. Um, two, Michigan is talking about re- uh, signing him to an extension. That I probably agree with. Um, I think that's a mistake. I think Michigan's a bunch of chicken shits. Um, yeah, you know, look, Harbaugh's a good coach. Don't get me wrong. I, I do think that. But for whatever reason, it's not working out like it has at his other stops. It's time to move on. I mean, how many years? You know, if his name was John L. Smith, all right, uh, John L. Smith. Let's just call him John Smith, right? Because John L. for our Michigan State fans, you know exactly what I'm talking about. He's nobody, right? Let's just say he's a Joe Lunchbox. And I told you, hey, this guy has never beaten Ohio State, and he's been here five years. He can barely beat Michigan State. Uh, he hasn't won as an underdog yet. He's never been made. Uh, he's never won the Big Ten. And you're like, oh, and we're going to pay him like six, seven million again. Well, like, what? Why would you do that? Why wouldn't we fire this guy? No, that's exactly what you do. You'd get rid of him. Because if you're Michigan and you listen to Michigan fans, that would be a low standard. Um, but they're accepting it now. Why? Because it's Jim Harbaugh. He's a Michigan man. Well, this Michigan man's not getting it done. Um, so sorry. I, I think that's a big mistake. I think there's opportunities. There's some really good potential coaches out there. Um I would call Urban Meyer. <laughs> he would never come from Michigan. But damn, that guy, coach. Um, yeah, I just think Michigan's making a mistake. It's more fear of um, they might get rejected. Because actually, if you remember, I don't know if that's how they ended up with Rich Rod, but they went with, like, tried to get Greg Schiano and all these other coaches, and it just all fell through, and then you ended up with Rich Rod. At least Rich Rod was, they tried something new, and it didn't work, and now they retreat and get super conservative. But Harbaugh hasn't gotten it done. Um, he's been terrible. And record-wise, yeah, it looks like he has a good record on paper. But that's because, you know, how many Big Ten teams play, you know, a bunch of teams they should win every year. There's a bunch of crap Big Ten teams they beat every year. There's only like three Big Ten teams that are legit competition every year. So you should, even in a bad year, not have any more than three or four losses. Okay. If that's all you want, fine. Just stop saying you're uh, – a premier program because that's you're, you're not. Um, so if it, yeah, if it were me, I'd move on. It's just time. It's just time. Um, but anyway, so I get a lot of people talking. We're we're moving on. This is a transition. It's, this is a house. Um, we're we're going to talk a little housing right now. First of all, the market is absolutely bonkers insane. It is steaming hot, and that is because there is such low inventory, and it is causing homes to sell quickly, to sell at a premium, uh, with all kinds of caveats in there, uh, appraisal waivers, uh, basically what that is, um, or a bridge. So let's say you have a house, it's worth, I'm just going to pick, let's say 200000 um, and you put a 10000 um appraisal guarantee in there so if the house appraises for 190 you're covering the extra ten thousand out of pocket if it appraised for 180 you'd only cover ten thousand but you'd have to be able to negotiate that last either they're responsible or if you're putting numbers that far off either you're way overbidding 
or you're making a big mistake. Uh, one of the two. Um, but that's some of the stuff going on right now. And it, it's, uh, it, it's really interesting. So if you're even considering moving, get your crap packed right now and uh, message me. Uh, trust me, because it's, it's moving fast. Now, the hard part is, this is if you have a house to sell and you need to buy the next house, it's a stressful, stressful situation. Uh, that does get very stressful because now you're competing with a whole bunch of people that you're just competing for a small amount of the pie, so to speak. So it gets intense and it gets competitive. So that's what you need to know if you're buying a house. Also, you can see my basement. Everyone's like, finish your basement, finish your basement. Well, I have carpet down, um, but I've got nothing on the ceiling. I didn't even spray. Now, it is nice when you see a drywall ceiling. But I'm going to tell you why that's a bad idea. If you were to do anything with your ceiling, I would recommend spraying it. Um, I see spray black. I see spray white. I would I prefer black, um, but it's a personal preference. And what it does is it gives you the illusion that it just it goes up kind of indefinitely. It's a trick of the, the eye. Um, but the reason I am not a fan of drywall ceilings is because there's one thing plumbing does. Well, it works for a while, but eventually it will leak right? It's just over time, something's going to happen. A toilet's going to leak. A pipe's going to start leaking. It will leak. And here's the problem with water. It travels. So just because if I went right there and I saw, oh, there's uh, there's the water spot. I'm just going to cut it out and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll have an access panel. I'll fix it. But you don't know that's where the water's coming from. It could be 20, uh, 20 30 feet away. So water travels. So what happens is when you do have a drywall ceiling in your basement, you end up not only cutting open uh, where you see the water dripping, now you got to kind of figure it out blindly as to where it's originating from. Um, and now you end up cutting more pieces of drywall out, uh, and then you have to patch it, sand it. And, you know, when people do it themselves, by the way, most people are terrible at patching and sanding. Some people don't realize you're supposed to sand this stuff, and you are, and it's... It's more of an art than a skill. Um, but that's why I am not a fan of drywall ceilings in basements. Uh, because, like I said, plumbing leaks. Um, and at this point, I'm not spraying my ceiling anyway. This is, it's not. I have too much stuff down here. Spraying creates a mess like you cannot believe. All those particles in the air, you have to, you'd have to tape off everything. So it's not even worth it at this point. Um, but, yeah. That's, uh, so that's the home market and your basement tips. <laughs> um, lastly, I've, um, oh, Chuck Yeager passed. Chuck Yeager is one of the great test pilots, uh, and I think the first man to break the sound barrier uh, in an aircraft. So that was, uh, oh, mention that. Oh, here's something. Before I get to the movies I watched, or the couple things I watched this weekend, um, if you are shopping online, which most of us are this year, right? Um, there is a website called Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. And what Rakuten is, and I'm not sure how these work. I have a theory, but um, if you just, you can install it on your uh, Chrome extension or your Edge extension. So it basically operates in the background. And what happens is if you go to certain websites, you get a certain percent refund. So you, you might go to um, Target and depending on the item, you get 1%, 3% back. Um, and if you keep, you know, Best Buy might have one. Walmart has one. Um, not every store does, obviously, but there's a lot. And it's the prices don't change. The price 
if an item is twenty dollars at Target and go through the and have the rankings and thing, it's still twenty dollars. Um, but you get the rebate back. Uh, so that is a huge savings. It's money coming back your way. And every after a certain amount of money, they'll cut you a check or send it to your PayPal account. Um, I'll put a link to that uh, down below because Rakuten is pretty handy, especially now that everyone is shopping from home. You, you're just it, it's amazing uh, some of the amount of money that gets refunded to you. So pretty sweet deal. And then I watched two movies that I or two things. One was a movie called it was on Amazon Prime called Colorless Green. Color, colorless green. Um, it was, it, it was a. How do I explain? Okay, I would. It's a, definitely an independent film. Uh, the end was kind of odd and not what I was expecting. I was expecting the film to go in a completely different direction than it really did, um, but it was still good. It was, it was just a little weird, and some of it didn't make sense. You're like, well, that's kind of stupid. Why don't you do this? Or, but, you know, maybe what it was, it was on the budget they had, uh, it made the most sense. So, which, okay, it, it was enjoyable, but would I recommend it to most people? No, it was slow moving, um, kind of odd, but it was still good. So uh, the gist of it is uh, this girl in high school creates, and this was, I think the movie, it was 10 years ago, maybe. Um she creates this program where you can analyze handwriting samples uh, or writing samples. So somebody's sending her notes at school and she goes on social media, copies, pastes, and she, and she figures out with like 98% certainty who it is uh, based on the phrases and words they use, how they use them. Uh, then she decides her, her brother was uh, killed overseas. He was a soldier. And she gets the idea to go in these chat rooms and then figures out based on this probability who bombed this courthouse. Um, and it was just a, I, I would have went about the story a little bit differently. Um, but still, I, I don't know how I even saw it to watch it. That's just one of those things. Sometimes I, the description must've caught my attention and I put it on. And I did on Disney plus, which is one of my favorites. Um, there's a star Wars Christmas special, not the uh, original, uh, yeah, Black does. I, I, yeah. Um, the original Christmas special is legendarily horrible. Um, and it's not even on Disney Plus. I think part of the deal was Lucas said, you cannot put this on. It was that terrible. Um, but this is a new and animated uh, Christmas special. And it was good. Uh, I think the whole family would like this one. It, it was good for everybody. And it was with Ray. Um, and I want more stories with Ray. That is the one thing I do not like about the new films is like, get rid of the old people already. Look, that's my generation of Star Wars. I get it. I love it. But Ray was interesting. There was a whole story. I mean, you got a stormtrooper that left the Empire. You had some really cool stuff getting ready to happen, and you just kind of dropped the ball with it. And it could have been so much better. Not that I didn't enjoy it, but the opportunity was there. Um, and now I'm, you know, stuff like this will. Be all the better for it, but still, it would have been nice uh, if it was in the films. So that's, oh, the last thing we're going to talk about real quick, Warner Brothers. Remember I said on HBO Max, uh, they're going to be releasing tons of their movies that aren't hitting theaters now that are going straight to HBO Max. Wonder Woman being uh, on Christmas Day, uh, King Kong vs. Godzilla, um, 
which I didn't even know was coming out until I read this article, The Matrix 4. Now, it's going to be in theaters in some places because um, some places will be open. Uh, but for the most part, and it'll be on HBO Max for 30 days, and then it'll be gone. Uh, a lot of the movie makers, like Christopher Nolan, are getting pissed because uh, that's not what they signed up for. But people like me are getting excited because my ass is not going to a movie theater. Um, and I'd still like to see these movies. So, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. And I just wonder how this is going to, if this is going to change things going forward, uh, if at all. Um, but it, that's another story we'll keep an eye on. As stuff like that comes up, uh, we'll definitely talk about it. Because uh, Mulan, oh, I saw Mulan. Mulan was very good, the live-action Mulan. Um, I would recommend that. That is on Disney Plus now for everybody. For, for As long as you subscribe to Disney Plus. You can watch Mulan. So I watched that with my daughter. We both liked it. Um, and then they have another uh, Soul, I believe, comes out before the end of this year. Soul is a Pixar film. It was going to hit theaters. Um, and that's going to be out uh, direct to Disney Plus, which was supposed to be a theatrical film. Pixar usually makes some pretty good movies. Um, so we'll be watching that. Uh, tomorrow, this is a big one. So and I had a lot to talk about today. The We're going to talk about the vaccine and how it's going to work tomorrow because we get that initial 100 million vaccines and then we find out at least from Pfizer because the U.S. didn't buy enough or buy when we had the opportunity uh the next batch won't be available until June July uh because other countries stepped in and bought the remaining capacity of the vaccine until then hopefully Moderna not only makes some good beer um but makes those vaccines supposedly there there's could be coming closer to the end of January uh beginning of February so we're going to talk about that uh, a little bit tomorrow and how I think we should handle uh, prioritizing people uh, getting shots. Because with, with limited amounts of vaccine, that's exactly what we're going to have to do and be smart about it. So, folks, I hope you have a great one. I will talk to you tomorrow.